Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 717, thanks for getting your Wednesday morning started with us here. Wednesday, February 8th, as we approach the first big weekend of Carnival. And it's hard to believe that it's Wednesday already. Um, Weather-wise, maybe some rough weather tonight. They're, they're using the T word, maybe some tornadic activity, a chance for that. Not real severe anything, but be weather-wise aware, as they say. 40% chance for showers, highs of 80 today. Then it cools off tomorrow, 20% chance for rain, highs of 56. Morning showers on Friday, but then for the first big weekend of Carnival, perfect. A little chilly, but dry. Highs of 59 Friday parade time Friday night. You could be talking around eh, maybe 50-ish, upper 40s. Saturday, 20% chance for showers. The highs will only be in the upper 40s. And then Saturday night, a little chilly. You're talking about maybe 40 degrees parade time. Sunday, though, is going to be perfect. Sunny and chilly, highs of 56, plenty of sunshine, so you'll be comfortable. Uh, Vance Ginn joins us now, chief economist at the Pelican Institute, former chief economist for the White House Office of Management and Budget. Good morning, Vance. How are you? I'm doing well. Good morning. How are you doing? That's a big job, man. I'm telling you, chief economist for the White House (laughs) Office of Management and Budget. What was that job like? Uh, it was something else. I mean, I was there for about a year. There was always something new, as you'd expect, each and every day. Um, and uh, it was an extraordinary experience, though. Really enjoyed it. Helped write the president's last budget um, and tried to deregulate uh, a lot of things. You're working in a West Wing? I, well, I was in the Eisenhower Executive Office building right next door to the White okay. House. But I went to the West Wing often. Yeah, that, that's got to be just a, a thrill every day. I mean, to realize that you're right there in the heart of democracy. It was something else. I mean, right around the corner was the vice president's ceremonial office from my office and um, worked a lot with Russ Vogt, who was the acting director of OMB at the time. And so uh, there was a lot of a lot of good things going on at that time. All right, let's talk about the uh, and we had a little uh, problem here getting a hold of you and we're a little bit late. So, Tim, I think it might be best uh, to take a break and then we'll talk about the jobs report when we come back. I hate to do this, but it's a timing issue and we got to get the traffic in. We're talking about the jobs report for January of 23. We'll talk about Louisiana's jobs. Did they did jobs in Louisiana? Did we gain? Did we lose? What about the gross domestic product? What about personal income of Louisianians? What about population? And what about national rankings and all of that? So we'll talk about that when we return. Quick break. Vance Ginn, Chief Economist at the Pelican Institute, former Chief Economist for the White House Office of Management and Budget. When we come back, time now, traffic on WWL. 724, Tommy Tucker, WWL. Quickly back to Vance Ginn, Chief Economist at the Pelican Institute, former Chief Economist for the White House Office of Management and Budget. Tell me about the Pelican Institute jobs report for Louisiana that came out? Well, um, you know, we really just wanted to look at what's going on in the Louisiana economy, how Louisianans are doing. And so we took a deep dive into the different economic data that's out there, because often what you hear reported by the Bureau of Labor Statistics, by the state of Louisiana, is that, you know, look, the unemployment rate's 3.5%. That sounds really good. I mean, that's clear, no, close to full, un, full employment. 
But if you dig deeper into that, you start seeing some of the problems about the number of people that are leaving the labor force. And that if people leave the labor force, they're also not unemployed anymore. Uh, but that doesn't mean they're better off. And so that's a, a situation there. If you also look at job creation over the last year of 2.4 percent, um, it's higher than some of our neighbors like Arkansas um, and Mississippi. But it's still lower than places like Alabama, Texas, Oklahoma, Florida. Um, and we also do some comp- comparisons looking at GDP growth, where Louisiana ranked 23rd in the latest data out of the third quarter. Um, and, and then, by the way, you know, look, people continue to leave Louisiana. Um, it's, it, the net out, out migration is a major factor going into this, where Louisiana has it ranks 48th. It's the third worst percent decline in the country when you think about people leaving Louisiana. And so, what we're really hoping to do is provide you know good reforms that keep people in Louisiana and have more um, human flourishing and prosperity for people across this great state. How do you do that? What, what do we need to do to change it? Well, a big part of that is going to be reining in government spending, right? If you spend more, you've got to tax more, you've got to have more fees, and, and ultimately that will then lead to tax reform, where we hope to get to a flat income tax in the state um, and really make sure that it's the best place to do business. Um, it's a great place in many ways, and that's something that really needs to be reformed. And then there also needs to be, you know, occupational licensing reform, removing barriers from people being able to work, satisfy their desires, or whatever that case may be. And we really think that will be able to way to propel the Louisiana economy for the future. Why are people leaving? Well, you know, that's a great question. And one of the things that we look at in some of these surveys is that, you know, people say that they're the, they're, they have a better job. Um, they want to get increases in pay. And we see that a lot going on. Um, across the country where people are leaving one job to get higher pay somewhere else, especially with inflation going up so quickly. I mean, look, um, income, this is another part of our jobs report, the Pelican Institute, was to say, look, um, income is up 6.5% year over year in Louisiana, which is about the national average, okay? Mm -hmm. But inflation is going up 7, 8%. It's going up much faster than that. And so they're going to other places like, you know, Texas and Tennessee and Florida, where places where um, maybe they don't have an income tax or they have a flat income tax, um, and that allows for them to get a higher pay and be able to save and um, spend money for their family. Uh, jobs, in, are these primarily service sector jobs that are low-paying? Did you guys delve into that at all? Uh, we did, and uh, a lot of that is the leisure and hospitality. I mean, that, was just, that went up 6.8% year over year. Um, you had professional business services, though those were up 3.3%. Those are usually higher paid jobs. Um, but it was interesting, though, because if you look at financial activities, um, those are actually down 0.4% over the last year. Um, information jobs down 2.1%. Um, and even construction jobs down 0.7%. Uh, but manufacturing, you know, there has been a rebound in manufacturing um, from the depths of the, the, the recession and the pandemic and the shutdowns and everything else. Um, Manufacturing is up 6.6% year-over-year in Louisiana. So there are some bright spots, but there's a lot of areas, to your point, where you're having job creation, which are are lower-paid jobs, um, and that could be problematic in the future. Did you say construction jobs were down? Yes. Yep. The latest numbers for December, which that's the latest data that's out um, so far, December of 2022, construction jobs are down 0.7% year-over-year. So there's 132.7%. 132,000 people employed in, in construction in Louisiana, but that's down 0.7% year over year. I know it's anecdotal, but it seems everywhere you look, there are cranes, there are construction projects yeah. going on. Um, any explanation for that? 
Well, well, you know, there's there's a lot of economic factors at play right now. You've got soaring interest rates, and when things if you know, interest rates start to go up, there's less construction that takes place. Mm-hmm. Now, government will continue to spend money and have construction projects, but a lot of your private businesses will start to rein in that amount of of, of spending because the cost, right, the cost of that debt um, is going up at a rapid rate. This is strictly anecdotal, Vance, and I don't even know if the question is worthy of somebody who used to be the chief economist for the White House Office of Management and Budget, but I'm going to ask it anyway. You know, when I stop to get gas early in the morning when I'm coming in, I see a lot of construction workers. All of them have Texas plates on the car. Is there any way that you guys determined if these are Louisiana residents working these construction jobs or not? Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a good question. <laughs> I do not have that answer. Okay. But I guess it would be something to look into, huh? Yeah, it would. It would. Um, yeah, are people coming in from other places or, 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 or what? It's a, it is a good question. Because I see a tremendous t- am- if- amount of Texas license plates full of construction workers. Yeah. All right, thank you, Vance. Yeah, Final yeah. thoughts? Yep. No, I just think that, you know, look, we've got this report out, jobs report, Pelican Institute, and I think it's a great opportunity to look at what's really going on with the Louisiana economy, and hopefully there's great reforms that are going to take place soon to really rejuvenate and have the comeback story in Louisiana. Thank you, sir. Appreciate your time. I'd like y'all to text me at 504-260-1870. Do you see a lot of construction workers with Texas license plates, or is that just me? And I wonder if it's people that live here, license a car in Texas. I don't know. 730, we'll take a break. We come back, we'll talk about screen time and kids right now. Time for WWL First News. For that, we go to Ian Ozan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.